This is 90 Day CEO, the podcast created for service-driven entrepreneurs who want to get their talents and their gifts out into the world where dreamers come to get actionable steps to build their online businesses. We are Mooj and Melissa, co-founders of 90 Day CEO, and we are on our own mission to support those of you who want to get gritty and real to build your life without the BS. You want to get your passion into the world? Let's get down to build a business. What up, 90 Day? Welcome back. 2022. Man, we are here. Welcome to the first podcast of the year. First Monday of the year. You know today is the day. So excited for our episode today. I'm giving you a behind the scenes. P.S. It's Mooch. Hello. Giving you some behind the scenes of something I want you to start incorporating in your goals, whether it's yearly, whether it's monthly, whether it's quarterly, what a better time to talk about growth mindset versus fixed mindset when you are looking at your goals. Now, what I love the most about this episode is the raw, the real, the authentic conversations that we drum up with clients who are experiencing this. So gear up. We're bringing you all the flames this year. I am so excited. Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you for being a part of growth of our mission, of your own mission. And thank you for showing up in the world as exactly who you are. Let's dive in. So you guys have done a lot of work, both personally and professionally. Who here is familiar with a fixed mindset versus a growth mindset? You guys have probably heard this in a bunch of different ways. All right. Fixed, right? Thinking about when you're looking at fixed, it's like what we're born with, what our talents are, right? We can't get better in anything else. It's almost like that innate talent right? Um, So a lot of times what that does is it closes doors for us to grow, for us to expand. Um, Obviously with that, right? On the flip side, this growth mindset is like, how else can I, I improve? What else can I do? How else can I grow? Right? Both have, you know, I don't want to say pros and cons, but I know as you guys are stepping into more of the growth mindset, right? And especially around goals, it's like a growth mind mindset can be fucking exhausting, it can be exhausting, right? It's like you're on this lifelong journey of educating and growing and expanding and being stretched and pulled and spread thin, right? So I want you to acknowledge that and knowing where you can, you know, draw boundaries around that, right? Whether it's in certain relationships, in your business, and making sure that you can actually like close your laptop some days, right? Um, Because that growth mindset can impact, you know, the way that you, that you approach business even. Hi, Alexa. Um, so goal setting with a growth, a growth mindset is rather centered around like believing that you can improve in a number of areas in your life. It doesn't necessarily mean monetary, right? I want to make 10 K. Um, it means, you know, looking beyond that number and seeing where else you can improve, right? How else you can create impact. So when you have this growth mindset, and I'm sure a lot of you are very familiar with this, but you believe that there are, that you can make these significant changes, even in areas where you're not like naturally gifted, right? So for me, right? If I go back to even corporate America, I was never fucking good at tech or numbers. Where do you think I ended up? At a tech company running numbers, right? And so for me, it was almost like this challenge with myself of like, okay, how can I become this person that I need to be in this role, right? How can I learn and grow and expand? And instead of saying like, I'm not a tech person who hates numbers, I'm saying I'm learning to be a tech person who loves numbers, 
And so even just some of the language that a lot of you guys probably do in your personal lives and work around, right? Maybe even coach, right? This can be applied to how you set your goals, right? You're focusing on making positive long-term change in your life, but also in your business, right? So when we talk about year planning, right? Think big, right? Megan, how many times this week or this month have I told you think bigger, even bigger, even bigger, right? That's growth mindset. That's looking at it, right? You know, I think when looking at growth mindset, right, it's, it's again, it's embracing this like lifelong learning experience of like, what else can I find? What else can I discover? Right. And again, that can be fucking exhausting. So practicing those boundaries around it, you know, another, I think really great way to approach it is like, how do you view your challenges within your business as opportunities for you to grow? How do you view the feedback that you collect every month from your goal setting and all the red that's marked up on your goal sheet? How do you view that as opportunity leaning forward? Right. Something I think we always say, and Melissa and I always talk about is feedback instead of failure, right? So learning from feedback, taking feedback and reconstructing and retesting, right? This also comes with this idea when you're in a growth mindset kind of state is ask for feedback, right? Instead of trying to figure it out, trying to like send out a fucking survey, right? Like collect the data um, based on your own curiosity, right? And then cultivating a sense of purpose, right? I think when you're looking at growth mindset, like that's what you're doing. You're cultivating this sense of like being and, and bigger being, right? And then as you step into one purpose, it gets bigger, right? So a couple ideas, I'm gonna kind of quiz you guys because probably you probably have done a lot of this work. But if I'm looking at a fixed goal-based mindset, I'm going in and setting goals, right? I'm looking at my goal sheet, One of my goals, if I'm on a fixed kind of mindset track is I'll be happy when I reach 10K. What would you flip that to, to make it more open value-based in terms of goal setting and around your mindset? What would you guys change that to? I'll be happy when I make 10K. What could be the flip of that? So maybe Aaron, for you, it's this approach of, I'm just here to share my knowledge and have a fucking blast with it, right? That's open value-based. You guys, when you're looking at goals and I know, trust me, I know there is this fine balance, right? Because we hone in on so much structure when we look at your goal sheets, right? Okay. If you want to make this much, how does that break down to human, right? How many people do we need? What offers do we need to sell? Like I would make a section and I started doing this in my personal goals, right? Especially around professional, like my own personal professional goals, I started creating like an open value-based goal, just list, right? Because aside from the marketing, the operations, the sales, the finance, the product, right? All of those things need to be structured. So we actually know what to do on a week-to-week basis. But I think there is something so special about having this like open value, right? This like you know, growth mindset of, okay, instead of focusing on or telling myself, I'm going to be really happy when I make this much money. No, I'm here to share my knowledge and make this a fucking enjoyable ride, right? Keep those things, you know, at the front of your brain as well. Right. Um, how about this one? I wrote this one, um, uh, which is wild. I'll feel successful once I get as many clients as she does. Clients, or this could apply to comments. This could apply to engagement, followers, 
website design, right? What could you flip that to? And maybe we'll go with one. Maybe we'll say, I'll feel um, successful once I have as many clients or I'm working with as many people as this person, as she is. What about something as simple as I'm here to impact? I'm here to create impact, right? Or if you're looking at it from the engagement perspective, I'm here to connect. That's it. I'm here to connect. I, I deliver value. I'm here to deliver value. This is my purpose. I'm here to make change, right? I love that. Um, I wrote down another one that I was cracking up at. I'll, I'll be more fulfilled once my feed looks perfect, right? We focus so much on what it looks like. Okay, if your Instagram looks perfect, what does that matter, right? I'm here to have a positive impact, right? That's something you can flip it to. So I think looking back and if you have set goals, great, incorporate this. If you have not yet set your goals, right? This could be something that you incorporate in your year planning. How can you incorporate those even in like your yearly planning or your quarterly? Maybe not your monthly, that's okay, right? Because I think when we're looking at open value, it's it's way more broad. It's way more um, mission-driven, right? And service-led. I just think it's really, really powerful, um, especially because all of us are in the service industry, right? That we can lose sight, right? With a product, it's a little bit, it's more tangible, right? I have a product. I have to sell this many number. I have to, you know, hit this. I got to deliver to this. Like it's a little bit more tangible, right? Whereas when you're running a service-based company industry, you're in the service industry, right? It can be really hard to wrap your head around that. And you can lose sight of it really, really quick, right? That's why I see a lot of coaches like just fucking smoke and mirrors right now because they lost sight of it, which is unfortunate, right? So I think like moving more towards social media, and this is kind of the the challenge that I want to create with you guys today as well. I have six things that I'm going to have you do. It's a lot of things. But at first glance, right? If you're thinking about um, this paradox of, you know, like, do I need to grow? Is this a vanity metric, right? You're like caught between this, like, I want engagement, but don't worry. I don't really want to focus on it because like, if I care, then I like look like an asshole, right? So there is a balance, right? How can I be, um, I wrote out three questions, right? How can I not uh, care about followers, but also want more followers at the same exact time? right? How can you be okay with a post that flops, but actively be trying to increase your engagement, right? How can you be at peace with something um, that you're putting out there in regards to you, regardless of the initial results? And then you also want the results, right? So like, you know, probably all of your clients are like, I want to look better. And then they're like, why don't I look better? Right? Like, that is, that's the duality there. Right. So my thoughts are this, and it's, it's simultaneously, they can exist together, right? They can both exist in the same spaces and they can ebb and flow together. Right. I think it's really, really important. And this is why I wanted to talk about growth mindset today, because I think it's really, really important to not allow vanity metrics to actually define your worth. But I think it's so normal to sometimes like feel like down in the dumps if something flops for you. Right. Or if you're not getting your, your Instagram isn't growing or your live didn't get as many results or you're not getting DMs, right? That frustration, it can feel so real, right? Like who's felt that before, 
right? It's like this weird thing. It's like this elephant in the room, especially in our container, because we're like, who gives a fuck about followers? And there is, there is so much truth to that. And it's okay. If you're like, why am I doing all of this? I'm putting in so much work and I'm not getting anything in return. Right. I think the sooner that you can really go deep into those numbers, I think the, the more release you're going to feel just knowing what's going on. Right. Which is why we talk so much about data. Right. And we can start to release this idea of like, okay, it's just a vanity metric. No, you're actually growing your social to help expand your reach, to create more impact. Right. So this want and this need to want to grow and expand, that's so normal. Right. It's so normal. Right. So I have a little challenge for you. Right. Um, I have a little challenge for you to put on social. I think this kind of hits all areas that we look at when we're talking about like vanity metrics, right? It's probably going to force you to put yourself out there a little bit more than maybe you would, um, which I think is okay. Right. So six things that I want you to write down. You can incorporate this in one post. You can incorporate this in six posts. You can incorporate this in 28 stories. I don't give a shit how you do it, but I really want to encourage you to try it. Okay. Cause when we're looking at like this idea of like creating change and the, and changing the way that we exist on this app, right? Like it's just, at the end of the day, it's just an app, but how are we actually changing the way that we exist or changing um, the way that we're received? Right. And it's creating this human aspect. So six things that I want you to write down. I really, really, really would encourage you around this time of year, um, especially in where you guys are at in your business development and the phases that you're at in your business and your growth, reintroduce yourself. This can be as goofy as you want. This can be as serious as you want. This can be as deep as you want. Just tell people who the fuck you are (laughs) and be so excited to share who you are. Right? Because if we're looking at growth mindset and we kind of all just agreed upon this, right? We're here to connect. We're here to create impact. We're here to grow. Reintroduce yourself. That's number one. Two, talk about your core values. Now, if you guys have done um, yearly planning or if if you've done any type of mission around or mission development around your brand or your, your business, right? You should have at least five core values. Melissa and I have five. If you don't know what yours are, start brainstorming on them. What do you want to be known as? What is like at the end of the day, what is your value? Why did you start this this business to begin with? What is the mission, right? If you have people join your team, what matters when they start working for you? Is it honesty? Is it trust? What is it, right? And those can help build into your core values. Alexa asks the difference. This is different than personal core values. Yeah, so... If you guys have business core values versus your own personal core values, those two could overlap. There's actually a very good possibility that they will. And here's why. You're in the service industry, right? A lot of what you do is authentic to who you are, right? And so a lot of these things probably, and especially when you're looking at hiring, like Megan, this might probably really resonate with you as you're looking at, you know, your, your tutors is like, what do you care about when they're walking around with your brand on them? Right. And so that's what you want to look at. Alexa is like, yeah, your personal core values could be very, very much so overlapping with your, with your business. Right. If I look at mine, one of mine is alignment, right? 
And, you know, I think that one can transition between business and my own personal relationships. Right. Um, I think like this flow and ease of energy between others, right. Is honestly like what I want to see. And I think that happens in my relationships. I think it also happens in business. You know, if I think about another one, it's community. And I think I'm pretty much so the same between business and, and uh, my own personal relationships is like, I want people to feel fucking seen and heard period. Like that doesn't really change across my business and who I am as a person. Right. And so again, like truly when you're looking at, especially because we're in the service-based industry, right. Is like a lot of those might overlap. Right. And I would on it, I would look at Alexa, I would look and say like, if they don't overlap, why? Right. Like what's the difference between how you operate as a business and how you operate as a human. And maybe, maybe there's like a little hiccup in um, expectations in business and expectations in personal, right? Or um, maybe there's a gap because you want it to be a gap and you want it to be separate or you want it to, to feel a different way. And that's totally fine. Right. So share, I guess, to my point, share your core values, right? Melissa and I, when we were doing, um, I think it was, it had to have been two years ago. Holy shit. When we were doing yearly planning two years ago, we had quizzed our audience on Instagram to say like, we're like, Hey, we have five core values. If you guess any of them, we're going to do like, we did like a free coaching call or something. I don't even remember what we did. Right. But we had five that we dropped in there. And so people were shooting them off. And honestly, it was so helpful to see like what people's like their perspective of us as a business, which I think was really cool. It was also really good feedback for us. Right. Um, and a lot of people actually got it right. Right. There were a bunch of people who are like, oh, empowerment, oh, transparency, oh, trust, right? Just throwing these things out. And um, it's really, really helpful to see. I think it's also really good feedback for um, you to see what your audience actually thinks that you care about. Number three, this is kind of like a two part series. Number three, um, what you created and why you created it for them what you created and why you created it for them. So, Hey, I'm Mooch. I'm a business coach. I coach people to do blah, blah, blah. I created this because I'm sick and tired of seeing coaches who are really fucking good fall through the cracks. Right. However you want to describe it. That was a little abrasive, but here we are, <laughs> but seriously, right. Sharing. And I, I just had a one-on-one -on -one client um, last week that was like, holy shit, Mooch. I posted this like stupid ass thing. And I had, she had five clients come from it. And it was literally, it was a reel of her sharing what she does. And that's it. She had five clients come from it. Massive following, huge, huge reach. Didn't matter. People had no idea. So what you created and why you created it for them. Cool. Number four, this one's a curveball. What are you grateful for? What are you grateful for? You're grateful, you're thankful. What are you grateful for? Share that. And I always get as I would get as deep as you want. I'm grateful for health. Okay, well, why are you grateful for health? Well, I had a really big health scare. Okay. Tell me more, right? You're just showing up as a human, you're showing up as who you are. Right. That leads to number five, sharing a pivotal life moment. 
pivotal life moment. This doesn't need to be traumatic. This doesn't need to be, uh, you know, you almost died. This doesn't have to be right. This could be a pivotal life moment. Someone calling you out on your bullshit and you decided to go for it. This could be a client telling you, and someone had asked me this, like, well, what's been like the coolest thing about being an entrepreneur? What's been like the, the one moment that you really stick your teeth into. And it's the one, the first time I ever saw a client cry on a call. Cause I knew I had, I had done something. Right. So what's that pivotal moment? This can be within your business. This can also be in regards to your personal life and maybe why you started the business that you started it can be anything, but just something that's really pivotal in your life. You have no idea how many people will relate to that. Whether it's seeing a client cry for the first time, being called out on something, crashing on a motorcycle, whatever it is, right? Share that, share that experience with people. It's very sacred and I know it can be really scary. I would say if this is something that, um, you know, you've never shared on Instagram before, you can always start small, right? You can always start small. Start with big, right? Um, and then number six is something lighthearted. Share something lighthearted, right? This can apply to all of your businesses, right? Um, Aaron, I think of you, share something that brings you joy, right? Alexa, share something that makes you stop scrolling on your phone and it's just like so beautiful, just like catches your eye, right? Megan, share something um, that a kid shared with you, right? I always think kids say the funniest freaking things. And that could bring like a lot of innocence and a lot of like, just like beauty to, to what you do. Right. And it's just like those little things that you don't know who it's going to resonate with and you don't need to know who it's going to resonate with. Right. It's kind of like that line that, you know, is like, well, do I share this or who am I to share this? And it's like, what if it, what if it lands with one person? What if you share this pivotal moment and all of a sudden someone feels called to share their pivotal moment, right? And all of a sudden they're growing from it, right? You have no freaking idea. And so again, it comes back to like this duality and this like paradox of like, do I share? Do I not share? Right. Who am I to do this? Who am I not to do this? Right. It's this like beautiful balance. Um, when we're looking at like Instagram and social media and, and, um, you know, sharing and really like letting go of the vanity and what it looks like and the metrics and the likes and the comments and trusting that you might change someone's life just by sharing one thing. You have no idea. You have no idea. I just thought it would be fun to like give you guys some ideas on creating some content, especially if you're like, you know, in between holidays going a hundred miles a minute. Um, a couple other things I put together, um, just some ideas of how you can create this content right between stories and posts, if it's helpful. Okay. Creating a time-lapse of yourself, right? This could be really, really cool. If we're looking at stories, create a time-lapse of yourself, maybe working at the computer or doing yoga or dancing around the mall, whatever it is, right? Create some type of time-lapse. And then place text at the top of it to give insight as to what you're up to today. Super simple. Hey, I needed a break. So I'm, I'm doing like a little 15 minute flow. Who else needs a break today? This is your reminder. Take a fucking break. Right. I put this one and I was like, if you don't feel like talking to the camera, because I know a lot of people don't love talking to the camera, um, create some solid color backgrounds with text on top. 
right? Um, I did this yesterday. You can share resources. You can ask a question. You can share an opinion. You can share a tutorial or some type of explanation around breaking things down step-by-step, five steps to do this, right? Those always land really well in stories. Using a question box for some people to submit questions and then answer them throughout the day, right? Answer them throughout the day. I would do this on a day where you don't have um, as many to do's because sometimes this can take up a lot of time. So um, use polls, be real with people straight up, tell them that, I don't know, you're in a funk or you're having the best day of your life and you know that it's not going to last. So you want to share it with the world, right? Maybe you share that you're not feeling inspired. And like, I had put up a post, you guys, I threw this out. Cause I was like, fuck this little app. Right. And I was like, I'm so uninspired by what I'm seeing on this application right now. And do you know how many people reached out to me? 32 people had messaged me saying, thank you. Cause I'm not feeling inspired either. 32 people, right? I knew probably half of them, but still the other half, I was like, who the fuck are you? And thank you so much for sharing. Right. So like, be real be real with people on your stories and think about it. Like those things only last for 24 hours. Anyway, if you put it up in a day, it's going to be gone. Poof, gone. Right. That's where you can really do a lot of your testing posts, right? Head to your analytics. Um, you guys all know how to find your highest saved or shared posts. Yes. Just repurpose that same exact idea. Use it again. Unless it was from like the last three weeks use it again, just repurpose it, right? Um, Take a question that was submitted from your question box and use it as a piece of content, create it, right? Someone asks you a question, hey, Alexa, how do you feel so uh, calm before going to bed? Wow, perfect. Five steps to create your nightly routine so you feel calm before going to bed, right? Let them create the content for you. Simple, keep it simple, right? Use a very simple piece of information or advice that you teach or you coach and share it, right? Hey, did you know you have to drink X number of ounces of water? Oh, and if you work out, you drink X number more, right? Like super, super simple. And then I would think about, this could be something that you guys brainstorm on. What's a specific topic that you talk about with zero prep? You, you never need to prep for this. You just show up and you talk about it, right? Think about like conversations that you've had at the dinner table. Think about maybe Alexa, you're sitting around the dinner table and you hear someone say something and you're like, <clears throat> right? It's just like this mindset shift that you already know, right? That takes you zero prep. It just kind of rolls off your tongue, create something around that. In regards to visuals, I feel like we get really caught up in, oh, I don't have a photo that looks good. Oh, I don't... I don't know, uh, nothing looks good. I haven't taken photos, blah, 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 right? I can't stress this enough. It's so okay to use old photos. I, the, the number of times I scroll down in my Instagram and I screenshot one and I freaking reuse it is insane, right? The number of times that I've also used selfies as photos and I'm like, why do people like this so much? It's, I'm sitting in a sweat, an oversized sweatshirt with my freaking microphone. And people are like, oh my God, cute photo. Like what the fuck, right? So create like as you go, right? Create as you go, show people the ins and outs, show people the real, show people the raw, right? I would say create content based on your core values. 
If you are so focused on transparency, right? Alexa, you do this so well. The number of reels that Alexa is just sitting at her desk like this and she like makes faces and like fucking owns it, right? That's living into her core value. Create content based on your core values. Honesty, trust, right? We, we hold such high standards of those values inside of our course as people. That should be where you pull from for your social media, right? It's so, so important. So, all right, I think that's all my spiel today. Um, and if you have any other questions moving forward before that call, let me know. And I'm just so proud of you guys. So thank you. Thank you for being here. And we'll talk to y'all soon. And there you have it. You heard it here first, everyone. The biggest change that you can make in your business right now is going in with open value versus fixed, right? Growth versus fixed. Please keep this in mind as you are setting your goals, whether this is for the next year, the next quarter, the next month, and even the next week. This is a game changer for you and your business. And speaking of game changers for you and your business, we are once again running the biggest event that 90 Day hosts. It's a completely free event, five-day challenge. I will make sure to drop the registration into the show notes, but you are not going to want to miss this January 10th through the 14th. We meet for an hour a day. It's incredible. We have people making more money after the five days. We have people attracting different leads after the five days. We have people feeling clear in the direction that their business needs to go. So you don't want to miss this. If you are an online coach and you are in the service industry and you are looking to grow and scale your impact, don't sleep on it. All right. We'll see you January 10th. Invite is in the show notes. Let's have a week, y'all. First one, set the tone. Let's fucking go.